Hey everybody, it's Thursday, which means it's another episode of Naturally Unbothered. I am Shari. I am Ebony. And we have the author of the book series, Swinging Into BDSM, The Swinger's Guide to Respectful and Successfully Navigating the Basics. She is the House of Wonderland's host, and produces the she produced the Mad Tea Party. Mm-hmm. She is the head coordinator for Fuckcation Lifestyle events. She yes, is, and she brought some dick with her. I she did. is Miss, <laughs> Mistress Leah. Hello, hello, hello. But she's also a dominatrix, y'all. Welcome, Mistress Leah. Lovely to meet you, doll, doll, doll. Okay, Miss Leah, you brought penis to the show. Please introduce your penis. My particular brand of pain is also (laughs) a co-founder of what is called House of Wonderland that we'll talk about later on. I am Mistress Leah. This is Sir Wendell. Hello, hello. Window. He is apparently the peen of the episode. I am the penis. I'm going to refer to you as Vag One, Miss Green, and Vag Two, Miss Sim. That's what we're going to do. We will take it because no one has ever referred to us ever. as Vag anything. That's what it is. For the, for the yeah. evening, that's, what you, that's what it is. Now that everyone has their titles, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, let's get this party started. First of all, um, we have we haven't had any BDSM people or individuals or lifestyle individuals on the show and probably mm, the beginning of 2022. 20? Huh? Yeah, 2022. Could, yeah. So we are so excited, very elated to have you guys on the show. And I want to give you guys the opportunity to start us out. Tell us what you guys do. Why the hell are y'all a mister and a, I mean, a sir and a mistress? <laughs> I mean, tell us what, why do y'all get, why are y'all deserving of those titles? So to explain it, um, we're, we're going to dive into the world of BDSM and what myself and my partner are going to be doing is explaining a lot of the basic terms <clears throat> when it comes to BDSM people and what we do and what we're about and, and why we, we, we use those, this certain terminology. So in BDSM, you have what are called dominance and most female dominance, most female dominance are called mistress or goddess or whatever honorarium um, and most male dominants are either a sir or a master mm-hmm. and when we say that it is not out of ego or trying to make anybody insubordinate to us doesn't mean you serve us you, you have nothing to do with us but it's much like 
if you meet, um, if you go out and somebody says, hey, I'm Professor Green, or I'm principal such and such, I'm Dr. Smith, is simply a title and it refers mm -hmm. to what we do. And so when he says he's Sir Wendell, he means he's BDSM and he's a dominant. That is all it means. When I say I'm Mistress Leah, I'm BDSM, I'm a dominant, I'm a female. That's all that means. Now, you weren't always a mistress. Dom, I was not, very true. You were not. So tell us how you came about um, to go from being a submissive to a dominant, because a lot of people don't know that the roles can change. Mm -hmm, absolutely. So uh, what happened with me was I started out vanilla, totally vanilla. I mean, I was not a part of any alternative lifestyle at all. Joe Schmo chick from around the way. And I got into swing and I became a swinger Ooh, going on 12, 13 years ago. I got into swing and during my time in the swing lifestyle, I was at a club one night and I was in the basement and they were doing BDSM, which I had never seen. I had never known a whole lot about. Um, so that was my first introduction that night. And after that night and my experience there, I started doing my research. I started figuring out where the dungeons were around where I lived at the time and just wanted to know a whole lot more about it. And so when I decided I wanted to do that, I was told, well, being a submissive is the best position that you can learn from if you're trying to get into BDSM. So I said, okay, um, cool. I'm, I'm a submissive. I'll start there. And I don't regret it at all. I had a lot of um, bad experiences with dominance <laughs> when I was a submissive. And I learned a lot about what not to do. And um, I learned a lot about manipulation that could happen and just a lot of life experiences for somebody who wants to be in the BDSM lifestyle. And I had so many people when I got into a, a site called FetLife, which is for BDSMers, to that. ask me about dominating them and doing things to them. And as a submissive, I didn't feel comfortable initially, but eventually I gave it a try. Well, I did it and I started to get to realize over time that submitting and being a submissive was not fulfilling to me. It didn't, it was, it was, it almost kind of turned into something I was supposed to do because that was a title I had. It was like your gateway to learning, but what you learned. Yeah. You and, and, and I, and, and I said, well, you know, in any alternative lifestyle, you try things and you find stuff that is your niche and lights you up and you really enjoy and you really look forward to. And submission just became that less and less for me. And so I dabbled in domination and I found purpose and I found my own submissives and I found my, my happy place and where I was comfortable. And that is where I have been ever since. Okay. Beautiful. So, Sir Wendell, what yeah. about you? How did you get this surname? Were you a submissive first or have you always been dominant? I was not in my vanilla life. I was always an, uh, as they would call it, alpha. Always alpha in my um, in my vanilla life. So it was like I started out in swing, and also even before I started off in swing, I was always doing alpha type shit. Like alpha type shit. Like a lot of things in BDSM that I do now. I didn't even know I was doing it. I didn't even know there was a sect called BDSM mm -hmm. when I was doing it. So it was like, wow. Once I learned about BDSM, I'm like, 
I've been doing most of this shit already. So it didn't really, it wasn't really a, a major change for me. Uh, understanding the rules slash protocols uh, and how you go about doing everything in a safe manner was the only change. Uh, well, it wasn't a change. It was a, it was a, a more, you had to morph into the, yeah, basically trying to get, uh, learn, learning the, the protocols and how to do things safely. So after that, it was like, this is what came natural to me because I've always been a, a dominant natured individual. So it's been about, I started off in swing about 10, 11 years ago and I've started dabbling in BDSM seven, eight years ago and learning more and learning more and learning more. And now I am, I've blossomed into who I've become today. So that's it. So tell us about the House of Wonderland, because that just sounds, the name, how did y'all pick the name? Because it just sounds like, I just want to go. <laughs> well, <laughs> we were here at House of Wonderland headquarters, and I, um, we had met each other, and we were both already into BDSM, we were both already dominants, and we just clicked in a lot of ways, um, and I told him, you know, I, I want to start a house. And to explain what a house is, um, if you think about your um, fashion industry, you might have House of Darion, House of whatever it is. If you ever watch Drag Race or you're into drag, you'll see they all come up with houses of RuPaul, House of whatever it is. And um, in BDSM, it's the same thing. So a house is pretty much just a collection of people with shared goals and an organization that um, focuses around BDSM, education, performance, getting together, doing scenes, all those sort of things. And so I wanted to find, to organize a house. And I, uh, I, I will always say arguably, because I refuse to accept this truth. I am arguably His obsessed face. with- His face Alice. is like bullshit. Yes, I am already. arguably <laughs> obsessed with Alice in Wonderland. Okay. And I, my alter ego is the Mad Hatter. Got it. So, it's a cute hat too. I love it. Super cute. Yeah. So I said, well, I want to find it. And he said, well, call it House of Wonderland. I was like, that's too plain. Somebody else has it. They didn't. And <laughs> so we built on from there. And so it is a BDSM house centered around education, classes, performances, um, sessions, stations, all those things that we do. And that is how we came up with the name. I am the Mad Hatter. He is the Black Rabbit. And other members of our house have their own house Really dope. It's so dope. dope. Have you guys ever been to Portland, Oregon? I have never. No, never. So, so in case you don't know, Portland, Oregon is the king capital of the United States. Is it? Okay. There is a district that is, my numbers might be off, but at least five miles in circumference where you can take classes on BDSM, you can do, you go to shows, you can go to the little rooms and watch the videos, you can, like it's dope. So that, like I've always known about BDSM, I've always considered myself a very dominant person, um, but I had the opportunity to work there for six weeks. So while I worked, I also learned um, and with the classes, I, I, I just was thinking, you know, well, you know, BDSM is just this. No, I learned about, you know, 
developing your the consent. Like, you know, I learned that even though I'm dominant, I'm not the one to run the shit. The submissive person is. Like, I learned so much. Like, so I do challenge you both to um, Google it and find out when the conferences are and go to go to Portland, Oregon. Like I, it is, it was mind blowing. I came back to the show and I was like, I learned this and I know how to do this. And it is, it is, it was just a very great experience for me. Um, so I have been longing to have someone on the show or someone's on the show that could explain it and you know give our listeners a little more light into it other than me just learning some shit and be like hey this is what I learned <laughs> so I right. think it's so dope and I appreciate you guys for being on the show sure. and there's other things that you do you have a book mm-hmm. or a series yeah. of books I do and you're spilling secrets no <laughs> <laughs> but I do I do have a, a, a book series swinging into and uh, as I explained, I started off in swing. I ventured off into BDSM. And since then, I have learned about the world of polyamory okay. and poly relationships and et cetera. Yeah. And so um, uh, on top of simply wanting to start a BDSM house, when, when we met, we were both already poly. Open poly, all the way poly. <laughs> we both were. And so we said, you know, we want to start an organization that kind of is the, the, the crossroads between the three swing poly BDSM. Yeah. Cause and everyone what? automatically thinks as soon as you say swinging, they'd be like, Oh, y'all just be fucking everybody. Like it's so mm-hmm. much more. It is. Yeah. What was you about to say, yeah. sir Wendell? No, I said that kills me just when people's when people first thing they think is just everything is just a big orgy. You walk in and everybody just strips and takes the clothes off and everybody's trying to it's so not right. that's so not what it's about. And people need to get that uh get that understanding that that's, that is absolutely not what it's about. Part of the book is about explaining different different misconceptions and dispelling different misconceptions about swing and BDSM together. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Is there a wide um, African-American presence of the lifestyle in Ohio? Which lifestyle? Um, the BDSM. We're, or even we're working on it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're working on it. You know, okay. we, we work a whole lot. We work a little bit more in, in um, Indiana than we do in Ohio, but we work Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, um, Michigan, uh, anywhere near we'll be in South Carolina next weekend we work a lot of different places and so um okay. it, if if we don't find it where we are we go where it is or we set up shop somewhere that the community is very scarce like okay, here that's awesome that's awesome so okay I have to say this because I know our listeners are wondering, how do two dominant people become partners? How, how, who is what and what is who and how the hell does it work? So the uh, misconception of, of BDSM, let me, let me start with dominance and submission. A misconception is that people who are dominant sub are romantically involved and they are sexually involved. 
Domination and submission is not inherently romantic. It is not inherently sexual. I have had submissive slaves, everything in between. He has his own. That has nothing to do with our romantic life. I don't date my submissives. I personally do not sleep with my submissives. Certain dominants do. That's their business. Knock yourself out. You will have times where there is a dominant subcouple who are who are married <clears throat> or who are life partners or who are who do build things together. Wonderful, lovely. But it is not the cornerstone of, of BDSM domination and submission. What that is about is power exchange. Mm-hmm. It is about power exchange and two consenting adults getting into something to feed their need for whatever it is. You need structure, you need direction, you go out and seek a dominant, you need to give structure, you need to give um, support, education, help somebody develop themselves, you need to nurture, you might be on the side of dominant. And so that's what dominance and submission is about. When I met this young man, it was not in the in the field of, of power exchange at all. And so we, we happen to both already be into BDSM. We happen to both have a history in swing and we happen to both identify as being polyamorous. And so that had nothing to do with our romantic life. And thank you for that question because a lot of people get that, that twisted. I do, I do have something to add. Like people always give us that question, well, how do two doms coexist? This is the dope part about it to me. The dope part about it to me is that your level of compromise has to be up here and if you know anything about relationships relationships have to be built on compromise and communication so Mm -hmm. the level of compromise for two dominants to have and to be able to coexist with each other is a different level because you can have uh, a submissive partner that is that is your love partner whatever but the level of compromise you don't have really a level of compromise whichever the dominant one that's one that controls the compromise. You the, the submissive one doesn't necessarily control the compromise. Whereas us both being dominant, we have it forces you to find a happy medium within your understanding. And, and, and it's just the dopest level of, of <laughs> compromise and understanding you can have. So, so how long have you two been together? That was my question. Oh, I'm sorry. I saw <laughs> We've been together at least a few minutes. Great minds. How many years did you guys say? At least a few minutes. A few minutes. At least a few minutes. I respect it. Definitely. Definitely. I respect it. Okay. It's dope. So, So what is something that you guys want people to know about the house of wonderland and about y'all that you wouldn't ordinarily just share just share a little secret but it's just a little something oh what everybody to know that we are we are both very open individuals anybody who can talk to us mm-hmm. the, the aim of our thing is the bridge between swing and the bdsm lifestyle and we have no problem with uh, helping to educate others on uh, on how to navigate through swing and BDSM and, or meshing the two or even poly. And we teach classes, we do demos, we um, do a little bit of everything uh, as far as help ma- trying to make sure we uh, educate the community on 
how things really are, not just the Fifty Shades portion of what you see on TV, et cetera, et cetera. Because yeah. everyone really thinks that's just it. And it's like so much more. Absolutely. And I'm so glad you brought that up because there's a chapter in the, the book that that um, we just released, uh, Swinging Into BDSM, about Fifty Shades. And it's called Fifty Shades Bullshit for a very good reason. Okay. So my question is, do you guys travel to teach the class? Absolutely. So we teach different classes. We, we, we teach classes surrounding certain elements of the book itself. But the book is kind of a separate entity. But yes, we, we teach classes on um, the basics of domination and submission. We're teaching two classes coming up in June in uh, Indianapolis. One of them is explaining submission. Mm -hmm. And the other one is explaining domination, specifically from a swingers uh, point of view. But we also bring in vanilla, because we were both vanilla at one time in our yeah. lives. So we, we, can, yeah. we can break it down that way, too. For the people who don't know what vanilla is, can you kind of explain what vanilla is? Vanilla is non-BDSM individual, just like you would say somebody, if you're a hustler or you're a square, like a square would be a, an equivalent of vanilla. Okay. Now that's that's BDSM speak. Yeah, if you're BDSM. talking to a swinger, a vanilla is somebody who's not a swinger. You're talking to Polly, a vanilla is somebody who's not who's totally monogamous emotionally and, and everything. So yeah. all the three lifestyle, BDSM, swing, and Polly refers to vanilla as just somebody who's not a member of that community. Okay, I'm vanilla to all of those communities. It's all good. We love you just the same. I am not. <laughs> okay. We need to bring Vags be... 2 in. Vags <laughs> 2. Vags 2. We need to get broken in. I know. I want to be in the community. I don't like being but left. The, the thing, the thing about Vags 2 is <laughs> she, <laughs> the thing it. about her is she had, she once upon a time was bisexual. Mm -hmm. um she is very very open mm -hmm. um, open like a book she's very open very open mm -hmm. and um it's not something that she would be opposed to it's mm -hmm. just that she's just not has been she has not, not been openly. exposed or had the opportunities to grow those those you know like lifestyle entities within herself yeah, yeah. she definitely has identified them all. Don't think she ain't identifying them all. She knows they're there. No, yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. You've been spanked oh, before, Vag too? Huh? Have you been spanked before, Vag too? Spanked? I've been spanked, <laughs> slapped, called the whole bitch slapped. That's what I said. Oh, she be I She's of the life. Beat the hell she out just of me. Experience it freely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I am not vanilla in the <laughs> sense of you, it being vanilla. It's just now things have changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. okay. She Same. is in a monogamous marriage. <laughs> that, that is what changed. That. Now, is, now, is that your preference of being monogamous? Um, she's gonna say I don't care, but yes. <laughs> he, knows, he knows her. Oh, yeah. He knows. Yeah, he, he knows. knows yeah. He, yeah. He knows um, I think that if there was an opportunity for some extras, extras? I, I, I and my answer for your question is 
she didn't she grew into monogamy okay that is true sometimes you grew into monogamy because she it was not she was not yeah this is the only the only relationship that i've been ever monogamous in I'm I'm happy that you found somebody to fulfill you and to wear one? to wear your cold with that. I am polyamorous. I have a partner. I currently do not have a girlfriend, but I am definitely dating. Um, I have I'm bi I'm bisexual. I have been polyamorous since it wasn't even a thing. For, first of all, it's always <laughs> been a thing, but before it got a title, yeah. I've always, yeah, yeah. I've, I have always been this way. It, it, all the way from my 20s i'm 45 now so i am in it look amazing mm-hmm. and i have a partner who is in it and supports it we date separately we want to we want to date together, together. Uh-huh. it just don't be panning out because in our case we are connection people and so we feel like we have to have a connection before it goes sexual and and the stigmatism or the the quote unquote what everybody thinks oh you just want to have sex everybody we encounter want to have the sex first because we are both very sexual people we're both attractive (laughs) we're both attractive and they automatically think and then when we don't turn on the sexual straight up they Mm. be like what the fuck they don't they don't get it but it's like we need to have a connection with you as soon as we have the connection we're gonna turn you out but we need the connection first (laughs) right look so look like Where are y'all ladies from? I'm, well, well, I didn't get to catch that. So we originally? are from Oklahoma. Originally. Originally. But now I am in Birmingham and she is in Texas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Y'all heard of Muskogee? Yeah. Absolutely. There's a fam out there. Yeah. Oh. Okay, Muskogee. Okay, Muskogee. I'm yeah, we familiar yeah. with it, but yeah, so it's just, it's, it's all, we end up dating someone three, four months, we'd be all in a date, we'd be all great into it, and they'd be like, so why haven't we had sex, and it's just like, we are waiting for that thing. Yeah, and, and you just gotta, uh, it's a shot in the dark, settle. it's a shot, it's a shot in the dark when you pursue partners who are not self-proclaimed i guess you guys will be looking for solo poly initially at least i mean Um, this no because we we are open to dating couples like we see dating dating is is different and that's that's the the, one of the problems they say at at the middle middle of the triangle so if you got a chick who meets a couple if she's vanilla She's probably gonna be thinking threesome. If she is swinger, she's probably gonna be thinking I'm dating a couple. If she's poly, she's thinking I'm looking for a partner. So you gotta right. be clear. She has to be clear on who she is before she meets y'all. And that's and the then, thing we can't find. We yeah. have not found the person who knows exactly who she is because we know who we are. We've identified. You know, mm-hmm. we and we and the other thing is one of the one of the young ladies that we dated. I, I she was great. But she said, I've never been courted. It creeps me out. You guys court me. It's 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 be, it's it's the way of the world now. People don't court. They you just might have a, a problem knowing how to accept. Yeah. 
Being yeah. used to being slutted out. Yeah. Thank you. And that's and but I wasn't gonna say that, but that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Folks be they used to being slutted out. That's that's well, it. When and they're pursued, they expect men expected to be sexual. And if but it's the not thing sexual, is, they're like, I, we will not slut you anymore? out. We'll, we will slut you out, but yeah, she, we she just has, need to make that it, connection it, first. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because we can slut you out. There's no problem with that, but we're just not going to just meet you and slut you out. Yeah. And that's what they, they want to get slutted out first and then build a relationship on that. And we don't want to build a relationship on sex. We want to build it on a foundation first. And then... We can slut each other out. We can all walk around here, be sluts and hoes and whatever the fuck you need me to be. We'll be it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's been, he has been um, poly for, since his late 20s as well. So we are kind of parallel in that. And we just kind of both want the same stuff. And so we're just not going to settle. And so we're just patient because I feel like patience will get us where we need to be it will yeah we have some good experiences though in between trying to be a dominatrix <laughs> you <laughs> what's up I what you want to know to be, um time people up and having a whip and chain thank you babe. and having the whips and chains and all that and my black leather suit that's what you're trying to have. Yes. And my and little blogger. My, my first question to you is, is that going to be something for fun or that's something that you feel like really fits your personality? So a lot of people will get into it in that particular manner just for fun. Is that what feel really suits your personality? Just like she said, that person needs to know themselves first before they they come to you like that. Now, do you feel like you know yourself enough that that is what you truly will enjoy or something you do for fun? I feel like I know myself enough it's, to know that I will be having a funky motherfucking good time. It's a per, it's her personality. It's always been her personality. She married somebody vanilla. <laughs> oh, baby. I don't know how it happened. And, it's and, and thank you for pointing that out because that's something we talked about and and I think it's about the first chapter of the book is terminology. So I also talk about the difference between having a dominant personality and being cut out to be a dominant in BDSM. They're mm. very different things because there, there is a such thing you'll hear as an alpha submissive or an alpha uh, slave. So this is a person where day to day, they are in charge, they run shit, they're, they're comfortable there, they do their thing, they they are the, the last word in a lot of their relationships a lot of the times, but in the BDSM power exchange realm. They want to give that shit up. They, they no, they want um, a, a relief. They're yes, in charge. They the want to give up that power. They want someone to give them, yeah. give them a day off. Yes. Honestly, and that's what they look at. And so um, being, being dom having a dominant personality doesn't, doesn't mean that you're a dominant. And, and what, what qualifies as a dominant in BDSM, and again, thank you for bringing this up, is responsibility because I can be one who is very good and my my personal um, submissive now she is the whole ass matriarch of her family mm. balls to the wall she runs everything she organizes all the healthcare 
she gets the kids, all her grandkids enrolled in school. She does everything. She got a lot of them. Yes. <laughs> she has many children and many grandchildren. But she doesn't want the, the additional responsibility of, I got all this going on in my own family. Now I'm going to get home and I have a submissive. I also have to worry about or I got a slave. I, mm. Now if you're another person I have to worry about taking care of. I want to be taken care of. That's where my submissive mm. is coming from. And so that's, that's the difference between having a dominant personality or being an alpha doesn't necessarily mean that you want the responsibility of being a dominant in the BDSM world. And you, and you, you can wouldn't also, even learn that if you hadn't have been the submissive to figure it out like that's you know being a submissive gave me a lot of insight uh, a firsthand insight as to what a bad dominant is mm. and what submissives want to feel and why submissives are here that's mm. what this submissive experience gave me but i, I also want to be clear that um there's also a misconception like you got to be a submissive first in order to be a good dominant or to be an effective dominant. I have a very good girlfriend of mine, Mrs. Crush, she's out of Chicago. And I'm submissive bone in her damn body. This, this woman has, has birthed many, many, I won't get in her business, many, many children <laughs> and grandchildren. And she is her own matriarch. And my submissive happens to be her mother. Crush mm. is in charge all day long and wants to be in charge some more. When it comes to having her own submissive, she runs scenes, she has her own house. She wants to do that. That is just who she is. So let me also um, say, you do not have to submit to be a good dominant. She is one of my very, very dearest best friends. But I did, and it gave me a lot of insight into when I had my own submissives, how to treat them, talk to them every day, give them an opportunity, give them tasks, because if you don't give them tasks, they don't have a chance to do a good job. If they don't have a chance to do a good job, you can, I don't have a reason to praise them. So I have to give them an opportunity for that, that, that vehicle of, of what it is they want out of power exchange and out of their lifestyle. And it's my job as a dominant to give them a vehicle to experience why they're here and in exchange feed why I'm here. Mm -hmm. That makes sense? It makes a lot of sense. Uh-huh. It does. So my next question to you guys is, what is your favorite thing about your lifestyle? Because, you know, um, there's a lot of aspects of, you know, you know, you guys used to swing or you probably, do you still swing? I do not. Okay. So like, what, what is the favorite, your favorite thing about the lifestyle that makes you just like, oof. The BDSM lifestyle? Yeah. That makes us feel content or that's that is yeah much. content just i mean it just gives you life that just want to continue it like what is it oh, that's a loaded question yeah, yeah. i would say okay. go ahead. Okay. i don't know it's just a, um it's just a rush it, it just gives i don't know i can't it's hard to explain because it kind of gives me a a rush. I just love doing what I do. Like, you know how you could be passionate about something, very, very passionate about something, and you can't really put your finger on exactly. There's no one thing that makes you passionate about it. Like some people are passionate about football and it could be because they like hitting people or because they like catching the ball, Because, but you can't put one thing into it. Me, as far as BDSM, it's, it's just 
it just gives me a different kind of rush that I don't uh that I don't get from from too many other things in life. Um, so it's it's just yeah. it's just something you're, I'm passionate about. The same here. It, it gives me a sense of purpose as the dominant, knowing having that firsthand knowledge of having been a submissive, like you mentioned. Um, I have an opportunity to be somebody's. For, we both do somebody's first impression of BDSM, somebody's <laughs> first impression of power exchange, and I have an opportunity to make sure a submissive who comes my way and that I click with doesn't have to have those same bad experiences that I do and has a very clear picture of what this lifestyle is about and what it centers around and what it is not. And what it is not is Fifty Shades. <laughs> so I just want to say something just really quickly. Like, so both uh -huh. of you seem like really sexy people, but I can see your whole faces. So if y'all could just scoot in. Oh, yes. No, swipe your, just swipe over one, Ebony. I've already swiped over. They're still oh. very apart. And okay. so I just can't see the full face. Oh, yeah, y'all cute. Oh, and you got a long tongue. Okay. You stupid girl. <laughs> Can you see us, ma'am? Yeah, I've, I've, I just swiped to have you guys my center, my centerpiece. So I can see, I've seen both of you all together. So it's fine. Okay. Yeah. So um I will say because I'm 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 not I'm not in I'm not into BDSM. Um I like to peg people, but I'm really not into BDSM. Oh, I would love I would love Sir Wendell. to be what? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I would love I would love to be into BDSM, but I am a person that I'm I'm a perfectionist and it would just consume me. It would just take over. So I just have to do things in spurts. But I do, I, I know me. And so, but I do love to peg men. Um, and it's not even um to degrade them. I, I never, I've never done it maliciously degraded them or anything. It's always done in a very loving way, which is the reason why I'm able to continue to peg people and oh, so absolutely use it for so, evil yes, no, no, so, so, bad dude is a fucking demon you are savage yo use that power for evil i will you're a fucking yes, savage yes she yo. would she would she would do it oh, just for God. evil just to be like Argh. and i'm not that person like i want i'm an i'm nurturing by nature so yes. i'm I want to nurture when I do it. I want it to be an experience. I my first experience with someone with was with a person who just allowed me to just just be love him through it. I didn't love him, but yeah. I just gave him all the love, and it just showed me and how if you present it the right way and you treat it in the right way how accepting it is and it was just it was just great so now i just want to peg all men i feel like you know and that's fine and there and and that is a i thank you for for bringing that up because domination has so many sides and it does faceted and what you're describing is probably more of a, what we call a top and so a top does not have to be a dominant. You don't have to have submissives up under you and be responsible for them and teach and, and nurture and educate. A top, a top is just a person who gives an action. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you'll hear this term in the gay community. They're talking about sexually BDSM. We're talking about 
who's paddling you, who's flogging you, who's pegging you, that sort of mm -hmm. thing. So the bottom is just somebody who receives action. So you might just be a, a peg top. That's fine. Yeah. You don't have to be consumed in BDSM. You don't have to identify as BDSM. That might be a sexual kink of yours. And when kink wise, you're a, a peg top and that's fine. You don't have yeah, to be I didn't, I, I didn't think, I didn't think that, um, it, it, I didn't think it was something that I was going to be able to do again. You know what I'm saying? I, I found it was a person I'd had the opportunity, but then years later, he got he married. <laughs> he he uh, got married and he was like, Can you show my wife how yeah. to do this? Yeah, because a lot of times when you tap into kinks that you never thought you would be into or, or some of you never heard of, of, they don't want to let Mistress Leah. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He, he's cool. No, because I, I, I don't do a disclaimer. I have never, would never do this with him. But that is something that a, a other guy like, nope. consent to that kind of play. I am all the way down and I have done it many times. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it, it is. It, hey, some people, they, they try out things and say, damn, I'm really into this. And then they just find other partners who, who happen to be into it. And sometimes they just get together for that one activity and call it a day. And it, and him, it was both of our first experience with it. Um, yeah. I've always, I'm, I'm going to say this, and this is might not sound the greatest, but I've always been fascinated with men and they assholes because they, because so, men are so, the reason why I Sir Wendell is because men are so standoffish. <laughs> I, so I hear you. Talk to me. Talk to me. You're good. Go ahead. <laughs> They're so standoffish. They be like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, everything to keep yeah. you away from it. So, yeah. so one, just one day. <laughs> so, one, <laughs> so one day he was just like, what do you think about this? And I was like, I want to do it, but I don't know how you were going to react. And it was literally, I do it. Yeah. I want to do it, but I don't know how you're going to react. And so he was like, let's, let's try some stuff. So we did a port, the, you know, it started out with the rimming, you know, it just, then, yeah. then, then the tongue on it and then the little finger and it just progressed. Gradually, uh huh. It just, it progressed gradually and to the point where he was like, let's try it and i just want to say this miss sir wendell so you can understand i've Love never calls, pegged him. <laughs> i have never pegged him with a whole dildo like i feel like oh. the dildo is fucking I, i'm sorry i know people don't feel that way but i feel like if you use a whole a long dick you fucking somebody <laughs> i i do i know that might not be politically correct but i'm just saying so a pegger is like it's just small. It's like just like the size of a butt plug. That's still pretty big. It's still pretty big, but it's not a whole dick. Like it's what they, dildo, consent, they right. consent to, and she yes. consents to doing. Right. So yeah. I'm. I'm never. I've never. I have never fucked a man. I will say that with a whole Listen, dildo or nothing. It's only just it. knew what That's he was doing when he made me. That peg is fucking. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's some that's some that's some smooth it over shit. I'm not gonna fuck you. I'm just gonna peg you. The fuck? Because it's no more than the doctor sticking their finger in there to touch your prostate. That is for a medical. The doctor don't fuck you when they check your prostate. 
Know some people. <laughs> okay. You know That's what's up. <laughs> you done had your prostate check and you ain't never said, oh, I went to the doctor and I got fucked. No, you never no, have. Because they have they have a blood test now that they can oh. do it without penetrating you is the one that I got. Oh, really? Yes. And, the, and, if, and if your levels are off afterwards. Oh, your PSA levels. They go for the regular exam. I'm yes. going to check your levels before <laughs> the test. <laughs> no, no. Hell no, Gina. Hell no. <laughs> she looks sweet, then she, but she turned into a sour patch. Yes. <laughs> My, kind yes. My kind of gal. That's my friend right there. You said you kind of got that, Leah. My kind of gal. My kind of gal. Okay, so listen, Sir Wendell, I have to ask you this because What's we up? ask Every male who, every peen, every penis, every dick, every every male that has ever been on this show, I always have to ask this. Do you like your legs thrown back? No. Not a fan. No eating the booty like groceries? No, not a fan. <laughs> he's, to he's, a, he's totally straight. Like all the way. <laughs> Not a fan. That's but so disappointing. Call me boring. Another, no, Call another, me boring. No, another beauty of no. being a double dominant couple is any kinks of mine that I have with with a man that might be seen as not so straight, I can get fulfilled by somebody else. Right. And he's, he's hey, babe, go do your thing and have fun, and you know, just make sure that you're safe and you make it home. Yeah, I would definitely have to go outside of the home. That is definitely something I have to go to the home for because me and my husband, he would be trying to square up. Like he is not having it. <laughs> Listen, there is like they say there's somebody for everybody. Any kink you can think to have, there is somebody who will be down. Yes. You do it with yeah, because we be talking about him on the show. We have uh, we yeah. have unleashed some kinks on here that have made yeah. all of us Listen. Mm-hmm. Listen, clutching your pearls. Yes, yes. So <laughs> we always have a topic. Uh -huh. We're going to do a quick topic and then we're going to let you guys tell everybody how to follow you, how to find you, what to do. So we're just going to throw this topic in real quick and then we're going to we're going to let y'all go. And then maybe, you know, Mr. One, Sir Wendell might want to figure out if he want to be pegged just a little bit. 205-308-8304 you guys want to get to Sir Wendell. 205-308-8304 to get to Sir Wendell. Okay. <laughs> hey, like, what? What you sign me up for? This happens... I don't know if I don't know if Mistress Le Miss, Mistress Leah told you to check out an episode, but we put men on the spot because yeah. we don't have that many dicks on the show, so we got to put you on the spot. Yeah, I, I just watched a little bit of one just a second ago. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the question is: Would you date someone who was not interested in your lifestyle? in any shape, way, or form, but the vibe, the energy was good. Um, long time, I don't think it would last because this is, if they're not, well, hold on. Now, if they're not interested and they don't 
judge me for what I'm into. It's possible. I don't know if it'll work long term, but I'd probably give it a go. But long term, because I'm too I'm in I'm in too deep. I'm I'm in too deep. I got too much invested, too much money invested, too much time invested, too much of my life that I give to it. Um, I have regular clients that that come through uh, a couple times a week and pay for my services. That individual, <laughs> and, it's, and it's like usually two hour sessions. I'm trying to get paid. So, Pete, I'm sorry. I said, I'm trying to get paid. That's all. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so yes, yeah. I, we're, we're both pro down. Yeah, we do it so professionally. We do it professionally. So, it's. It would probably get to be a little too much for a, a vanilla individual to be able to uh, to be able to to be able to take it. So I, right. long term, no. It would no. be a no for me to answer your question. Go on. It will be a no for you as well. No ma'am, no. I cannot. Uh, it, it no. It wouldn't yeah. sustain because no. nobody. It's so much of who I am. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Look at me. Look at us. It's too much of who I am for my partner to not be open to it yeah exactly yeah for sure and they have to understand if i have a male um submissives and slaves i can't have a partner who's getting jealous because they think i'm trying to love them exactly I'm trying to run off with them he has his own submissive slaves uh part partners because we're we're poly as well he couldn't be i don't think you could a long time with a partner who was not down with no who was not herself poly and had her own chick on i, I couldn't no. yeah you're yeah, a true. Yeah. I <laughs> okay. So I want to give you guys the opportunity to tell everyone how to follow you both. Um, and just, you know, just just tell our listeners what to do, how to follow you, where to go. Okay, so we have a website, uh, houseofwonderland.org. That is where you can find where we're going to be working next, what parties we're going to be attending. Um, our own parties. We have an annual uh, Mad Tea Party, which is a BDSM um, at event. We have once a year. Mm-hmm. So we have next year. We are What's on this, uh, yeah, May twentieth, twenty twenty three. Mad Tea Party. So you can May find 20th. tickets and information on houseofwonderland.org. We are on Instagram, house underscore of underscore Wonderland. We're on TikTok, House of Wonderland Inc. or House of Wonderland Inc. We are on FetLife, House O. Wonderland, because they wouldn't let us add extra F. It was too many letters. (laughs) So we're there. We are on Vacation Lifestyle Events website, which is a a overall alternative lifestyle website. So you'll find BDSM Polly and Swing there under House of Wonderland. So you can find us on all of those those, um, places and send us a DM for a chat. Awesome. We thank you both for coming on the show, being so candid, giving yourself freely, although we didn't get to throw his legs back. Ah! <laughs> There's always a part two. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we plan on having um, a dungeon party for New Year's. Are you? What state? It, it, it's not it's it's a zoom party it's zoom it's a oh. zoom party it's a zoom party so we are inviting you to to be a part december the 27th okay uh be a part of our uh dungeon party we are going to play games we are going to 
dress the part, and we are going to just have fun. And we have to tell you both that we need you to bring your favorite sex toy to the party. Hey. <laughs> hey. I have a question. Cool. Okay. Am I allowed to do a live demo while the party is going on? We would love for you to do a live demo. December 27th at 7 p.m. Central Time. Please okay. have whomever, whatever. Please, we would love it. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having us on. Absolutely. And any other Kinker BDSM um, episodes, if, if one of us or both of us could come and chime in or yield some insight and explain some things, that is what we love to do. The, the, the central purpose of what we do is education. Um, yes. So yes. And I mean, so if much. you guys want to come on the show um, in the new year and give a class, we definitely Absolutely. have people. Yeah, we definitely we definitely have listeners. We have over 17,000 listeners. That is a lot of people that like, I mean, they've been following us for four years and just, <laughs> you know, they would they would love it. So definitely. If, if I may just also say that I'm so proud of you, Queens, for developing your following, for starting this channel, for having your podcast, for doing your thing, and for having the the audacity to be who you are and introduce that to the world mm -hmm. and give so many vanilla people <laughs> hope because yeah. there's so many vanillas. Like, I'm, I'm curious about this lifestyle, that lifestyle, and what this and that means. And y'all are giving them a vehicle to learn privately even if it's under the covers at night they're watching your <laughs> your videos yes. thank you keep doing what you're doing yes, keep doing what you're doing and we are our, here for you guys and behind you 100 thank yes, you our objective is to save all relationships all of by them. learning from us through us or from someone else however yes. we can save it we are into black love we love black love we love black relationships in all of its form yeah. So if we can help someone save their relationship by learning about sex, getting comfortable with their bodies, introducing people and telling them about everything so learning they can position every single last yes. of their options yeah. and they should do that. And we I want mean, them to be able to do it here. We've posted positions for um, yeah. disabled people, for people in wheelchairs. Mm -hmm. like we, and that's we, so important. There's we no try, overlook. We try, Thank you, Queen. Says we try to save everybody. We try. We yes. have to save a whole out here. Yes. Oh, oh, no, yes, that is so important. That's what all nobody talks about. Friends. Yes. That community. Thank you, guys. Thank y'all. But keep, mm -hmm. keep, keep right on. I am here for it, and I love you both. And and on behalf of your thousands of listeners, thank y'all for creating that outlet where people could at least learn, even if they're scared to ask the questions. Yes. yes. Go ahead, Ebony, take us out. You can follow Naturally Unbothered on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. You can email us at naturallyunbothered2 at gmail.com. That is naturallyunbothered2 at gmail.com. We welcome the feedback, the show ideas, the comments, Ebonites. You know how I love your show, your advice requests. We'll keep them coming. You can listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Audible, iHeart, or wherever you listen to your podcast. We should be your number one favorite podcast. So make sure you're watching us on YouTube. Um, you're, you're rating, you're subscribing, you're leaving a review, and you're selecting the notification bell so you are notified every Thursday when we drop new episodes. And if they're on Thursday mornings at 8 a.m., you should be in that chat box chatting with us live because we like to 
chat with your host. So do it with us, please. If you're looking for Naturally Unbothered merch, if you are looking for Naturally Unbothered merch, we have teas, we have caps, oh. we have shot glasses. Tell your whole ass friends. Aww. We yeah. have coffee oh mugs. We have all kind of teas. So please make sure you go to www.naturallyunbothered.com and click the merch link. That is www.naturallyunbothered.com and click the merch link. Now, we have a phone number. If you want to call in for a show request, if you want to um, send in your Ebonite letters, you can do that. If you want to get closer to Sir Wendell, if you want to meet Mistress Leah, whatever you want to do, we can connect you 205-308-8304. That is 205-308-8304. Let's get those numbers popping. Now, I need y'all to tell your whole ass friends, to tell their whole ass friends, to tell their whole ass friends to tune into Naturally Unbothered. That part. That uh, part yeah. okay, every day. That's right. He says that all the time, whole ass friends. Y'all are like, your whole ass friends to tune the fuck Yes. All right. Again, we thank you, Mistress Leah and Sir Wendell, House so of much. Wonderland. We appreciate you. We regard you. Please come yes. back. Yes. Thank mm -hmm. you. Until next time, everybody, it's been another great episode of Naturally Unbothered. Bye. Thank you, guys. Bye. Love you.